family how's everybody doing today it's kilted christian episode 504 tonight is msm liars thursday on wednesday just to throw that one up there we're not going to be doing that show tomorrow so we figure we bring them on today because john and i will be busy tomorrow uh 
putting in some heat for a nice lady. We'll be heading out to West Texas in the morning, or West Texas, West something, West Kentucky. We'll try Kentucky. Once again, it's Guilt the Christian episode 504, MSM Liars, Thursday on Wednesday. Let's get to it. We are many nations around the world, rise of many cultures, but we stand together in a battle between good and evil. We're the seekers of wisdom, the bringers of truth, the hands of heaven, and the voices of reason. As the world tries to divide us by our differences, we only grow stronger as we are bound together as the children of God. I've lived in too many states and I'm confused as to where I am. <laughs> Last night was Michigan. Tonight was Texas. We'll see if I can get this right eventually. We'll go ahead and say hello to Livin. Livin, how are you doing? Can you be here to correct me? We're in Kentucky. <laughs> we are in Kentucky <laughs> and it's cold. And it's a beautiful day. And um, yeah, I don't think you know where you're at. <laughs> no, I don't know where I'm at. I actually wish I was in Arizona for like a second there today when my nose was just like freezing off my face when I was out cleaning the chicken coop. Wasn't so bad earlier. Um, it dropped quick once I it saw did. Now we're going to be, I think, 20, 21 yeah. or 22 degrees this evening. Yeah, it did and, drop fast. And I know that John's here with us suffering the same John, thing. John. I'm just going to go ahead, John, and I'm going to blame this on the chemtrails that you were convinced they were dropping opioids on us today because everyone's so tired and just having trouble thinking. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, anybody else dragging today? Yep. Swear, mm -hmm. every, everybody was sprayed today. Everybody was posting pictures all over the place of their chemtrails. Oh, yeah. They, Je they were hitting it hard here today. Now, Jeff sent me pictures first thing this morning of his area. We were out there playing tic-tac-toe in our air, but... No, it was. It was kind of a, a weird day, you know, just real lethargic, I guess is the way to yeah. explain it. And it, and I thought it was just here, but apparently it's um all over the place. Yeah, my whole family, we're all just like, well, uh, my my kids are both sleeping right now. Most of the time they don't go to bed till later. One of them goes to bed early, but the other one's up till midnight almost every night because he homeschools. So for him to fall asleep at nine o'clock, it's my wife's sleeping, everybody's sleeping. I'm going to wherever I'm called. She's tired. She's like, I'm going to bed. It was eight o'clock. I'm going to wherever cricket is. Cause she, there, there's no, uh, there's no, uh, chemtrails there. Well, that's well, she nice. must be lucky today. Yeah. We no didn't lie. have any yesterday. Yeah. We didn't have any yesterday. Um, today though, like I said, we were watching them in the sky. Um, I've had multiple pictures sent to me. I've seen videos and pictures all over the place and this isn't, you know, a new occurrence, you know, so it must have been just really bad everywhere for everybody to be posting this stuff all over the place, you know, and it got me to thinking, you know, sadly, you know, the big question is, you know, because um, Raina and I were, and my mom were discussing this on, on, you know, we were heading to the store today and, you know, we were like, where are these planes taken off from local airports, uh, international airports, government, um, you know, runways. And then you got to right. think about, you know, who's ultimately paying for this. Well, we know the answer to that. The, the answer is that we're we paying are. for it. We're paying, you know, to be poisoned. Um, but it's not getting better. It's getting worse. It is really bad. Really it is bad. getting worse. And I say it all the time, and I think it's the greatest threat to humanity. No, it Whatever is. it is they're doing. You know, I, I, I really do. No, Tara Lynn says, who is flying? And that's another question. You know, like. If you're given the orders to do this as a civilian, you know, quit your damn job because God's not going to be like, oh, oh, sorry, you were just doing your job. Come on up. No, this isn't going to work like yeah. that. And if you're it's in the not. military, I know it's a little more difficult to, you know, say no. Um, 
you know, and it could be Flightworks as it may be AI. Like at this point, you know, they, you know, we, these things are pretty high up. For all we know, it could be drones, you know, that are laying these be. things out, you know, um, nonetheless, like somebody is doing it. Somebody's making the order. Somebody's flying the drones. Somebody is operating something that knows exactly what they're doing. And it's just absolutely disgusting because, you know, here we are, um, pretty far out. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you were in a more centralized area than we are. We're kind of right. out there and we're still looking at these things, but you know, what do we have here? We've got farms, we've got corn crops, we've got alfalfa growing everywhere. We've got, you know, just all kinds of different farming communities in this area. So of course this is what they're trying to do is just ruin the crops. Absolutely. And, and I almost wonder if there's some correlation to the temperature of the fires that happen and the, the aluminum and the, and the chemtrails. Cause anytime you, uh, pulverize something really fine and mix air with it, that pretty much anything will become flammable. You could blow sugar up. Yeah. If you mix enough air with it, 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 it with enough air with the dust of sugar, it blows up. Van Mella up the street for me blew up once. Wow. One of their sugar tanks blew up. It's insane. Just from the sugar dust, wow. you know, a, a spark in sugar dust and air. You know, too bad. I mean, I, I really enjoy our second amendment. But I would love if they added, you know, like rocket launchers to that list of things that we can go to uh, Cabela's and purchase. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah right. anti-aircraft uh, ammunitions. Yeah, exactly. I know. I'm gonna. I'm with flight work, Mary. I still blame it on the hairspray from the '80s. So, uh, all you ladies with your Aquanet, this is all your fault. Right. <laughs> we'll go or, there. I don't even want to stop it, ladies. We got it. We have to give some um, credit, credit to the to, men. Hey, my to, dad still uses we, it. Yeah, we got to give a credit to, to the gothic kids out there. <laughs> yeah, true. I got to yeah, show you a right. picture of my younger brother when he was playing in a band. I could get his hair to stand up like six inches on his head, on his head, because he's in a rock band with I've Aquanet. I've been there with the Mohawk before. Uh -huh, with the Mohawk. I've done Mohawks too. Yeah. yeah. And Not I me, had, uh, he has. I had twisted spikes, spikes all in my hair before that were really long. Hey, Aquanet's good stuff. Can you imagine what's in it? I don't I know. Can, I, I just, can't imagine what's in it. If I needed like Robert Smith hair, that's what it is, man. This is all Robert Smith's fault from the cure. That's <laughs> right? it. Robert Smith, thank you so much for poisoning our air and yeah. causing climate change. It was your fault. Um, no, but right. I used to just go dunk my head in salt water. That'll do it. Yeah, yeah. No, that one. I just go like dunk my hair in, in salt water and let, let let it dry and then just rub your hands through it and it sticks up like Robert Smith hair. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Crisscross, I mean, I'm sorry, Cricket was saying that the skies around here look like crosses. And actually, I've seen pictures of that too. Like they're like putting crosses in the sky. Yeah. And which is kind of, I would like to know where they are. I'd like to go down there and hold up a sign. Well, I posted a video in my mm -hmm. telegram room earlier of a uh, picture of the clouds that somebody had taken. Oh, pe and people's pictures. Okay, the question, okay. Yeah. The, the question was, what does this look like? And what it looked like was the winged disc. You remember the winged disc with the weird shaped head oh, yeah. from ancient times? Yeah. That's oh, what wow. it looked like. Uh, Ezreal posted a picture of it underneath. Wow. the video and it looked just like it yeah, it was a good call it's just insane this is something that we're all dealing with no matter where you are i mean yeah you're, I mean, unless you're on the moon but they're probably doing it on the moon too we don't know <laughs> we don't. right yeah well i think the moon's a lot closer a than they tell us so. yeah i know you you said that too so maybe it is maybe it's flying up to the moon yep oh man this is just insane like i said it's just like what can we do about it you know and this is like one of those 
you know, we, we were called conspiracy theorists for even mentioned that I even had some friends like that were truthers that questioned the reality, you know, of the actual um, chemtrails. Um, now, you know, I think, uh, well, um, Ben Davidson from Suspicious Observers questions it still to this day. And he's well aware that uh, there's a lot of fiction and science. Yeah, well, it just, know, it's definitely different. It's not stratosphere and gases. This is like something they're dumping on us without a question. And it's just sad, man, because like I said, no matter where you are in the world, you're dealing with this stuff. Along with the rest of the craziness in the world, man. Are you ready to go over some of the craziness in the world? <laughs> Let's hit it. All right. Well, Let's first, I'm, I'm grateful, man. It's going to be cool getting this to hang out tomorrow. And uh, I think we decided um, this is kind of cool. So we have a really like one of those giant um, propane heaters at this house. Yeah. And uh, we had no use for it. And I was literally going to put it online. I think I talked about it last week mm-hmm. um, because we gave away the um, the log protein thing just to an older lady that yes. needed it. So we were going to sell this one. And then it turns out that the place that we're going tomorrow, because um, the lady's older as well. And I just don't see her out there banging logs, um, chopping those things up, starting a fire every single night. It's kind of a big hassle, much less carrying the logs in. Yeah. Um, right. Cleaning, maintaining mm-hmm. the uh, the wood burner. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So it just worked out not well. Because I've got this like $600, like super nice um, it looks like, brand new. heater. Yeah. It's like, I don't think it's ever been used. Um, it was here when we moved in. So this is what we're going to be doing. It's going to save us a little bit of time because we don't have to go drilling holes in people's roofs and, and doing questionable Flashing things. things as, as, and, yeah. Because yeah. I, I don't know, man. I just, I, I was... You know, I will watch YouTube to fix a vacuum cleaner or maybe my car. But when you're dealing with something that literally is there to burn really hot heat to keep you warm, <laughs> right? Um, you make one mistake and we may be getting a call. Hey, can you guys come rebuild my house? Yeah. Um, right. And, and it was definitely a concern of mine when Nikki reached out and said, hey, I found this lady that needs help um, was... You know, she sent me pictures over of the stuff and the wood burner. And I was just thinking, you know, we got to, does she have the fireboards we need for the floor? Is the floor prepped? Is Are the walls See, prepped around this thing? Exactly. Like, are we going to have to lay tile? Because this might not be a one day situation. If, if we have to put flooring in and oh, there was, the roof. And, yeah. If we had had to put that wood burner stove in there, it would have definitely not have been a one day job. No question. Yeah. I wouldn't think it would be. Not even and with a contractor. She didn't know what parts she did have or didn't have, so we might have had to find parts. We might have had to go get parts, and that's, you know, 30 minutes one way to drive to a hardware store from there, so. Oh, yeah, and then this is perfect because what we'll do is um, we got the heater. We just have to drill one little hole, maybe two inches out, you know, so, and it's just a propane line, so you can use any kind of um, latex sealant or anything like that to go around it to keep, you know, any air or bugs right. from coming in. So it's going to save us a lot of time. We, I mean, and Mary says, you know, do we need money for this endeavor? Um, we may end up having, you know, to purchase some some gas for, you know, to fill up the propane tanks. But I believe she already has a couple. So that's perfect. That way you don't have to go because we were ready to purchase the whole tanks for if we needed to. Um, and then right. get, you know, a couple of fittings so that it'll fit from that straight to one of the 20 gallon uh, propane tanks. Right. And- Ideally, um it would be nice to have a two-way splitter for propane so she could hook two tanks up at the same time. That's true. Yeah. That and if we true. can find that. Like I said, I mean, those things mm-hmm. aren't too terribly expensive. And I'm willing mm-hmm. to, 
to spend a little bit of money just to you know get her going and and warm because yeah and there's a walmart up the street probably 15 minutes from there that should have propane hookup parts i would think i don't like walmart but the alternative is trying to drive into florence which is a lot further away and a lot more time consumptive well there may be like an ace hardware or something in that area the good part about this Walmart is you're not going to see anybody fighting in it because it's in the middle of the country. Yeah. Like it's a, it's a sticks Walmart. So, okay. Well, that'd be cool. Like I said, is I'm just, like I said, we'll be, I'm be glad. I'll feel a little bit better. This woman's got some heat. Cause this is just, it's, you know, pretty rough here. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not so yeah, bad. I mean, we got the fireplace. Thank goodness. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, we would have had our heat cranked up right now. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's going to be easy right now. It'll be easier for her to carry an empty tank, and if they're not that heavy, so if she's older, she just goes and replaces them. It's you know, take them out. Actually, you can even go to gas stations and get them now. At yeah, least you in can. you can you do um, that here. You can do that in Arizona. What's that? Go to a gas station or a Circle K or a you know those kind of places. They have them right out front. Oh, that no, you yeah. just we, get them. Yeah, we've got them at every convenience every, yeah, store. See, yeah. Okay, so I didn't well, know. I've not a, seen them. There's a propane company not too far from her that may just deliver them. Oh, there you go. So that would and be... Then, oh, and they just trade them up. Okay, mm-hmm. perfect. Because yeah. right yeah. now the price I was looking at it today is like $18 to fill up a tank. Yeah. And, and when you're dealing with just a heater, those things go a pretty decent time. <coughs> um, yeah. You go through a whole lot more logs. Chances are she's going to have to purchase wood. Wood gets yeah. more expensive Ooh. than the protein when you're looking at that. We, we're fortunate. We got trees everywhere and we've got a, a moon wolf. That yeah. literally does land work, you know, and then we've got a Willie right yeah. down the road that, uh, Mandolin farms mm-hmm. who is an excavator. So he's yeah. always got, he's always got, um, yeah. wood. So we're, we're good to go there. But when you're dealing with, you know, at her age, having to chop up wood, carry it, a, a, a full protein tank weighs about as much as a couple of logs. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. She doesn't have to have kindling starter or nothing. She just turns it on, warms her house up. Turn and it she's up, good. Push the little red button. Yeah. There you go. No, even no, not even electricity. That's the bonus about this is it. It doesn't require a plug, so it it does just it, activates. Does it have a Pizio igniter or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Yep, oh, that's nice. So if if we do uh, lose electricity at some point, either by weather or by Biden, um, she'll still have heat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's important. I'm going to guess Biden's going to blame it on the weather, but yeah, we, we know that. So let's get into a little bit of news here. So first off, um, this is interesting. More and more stuff. This is from Laura Logan. Um, Goobler, gubernatorial. Why is one of those words like super? I thought you were going to say goober grape. Yeah. <laughs> goober grape candidate, Mac Warner. <laughs> I haven't said that in a long time. There we go. Goober grape. We're going to fill this show with goober grapes. Um, so the election, he says the election was stolen and it was stolen by the CIA. There you go. No, I mean, interesting. There's no way that happened, right? No, there's mm, no way no. that happened, man. I mean, come on. If if there's anything that we can trust in this world, it's three letter agencies, right? Absolutely. I mean, dating back to at least Kennedy, right? Yeah, exactly. See, we can trust JFK because he was a three letter, a three letter word. <laughs> he was a three letter personal agency. You know, it was weird too. Trump today made a comment that was very interesting. He said, "If John F. Kennedy Jr. Yeah. was alive today, he'd be president of the United States." Interesting. What comment. a weird, random, what a weird, <laughs> random thing to throw out there, huh? That is random. He was friends with him, though. Now he was good friends with him. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, I, would have, I went through and did the math, figured out when he was born and everything. So he would have been, what, 67? Is that what I said? 67, oh, 68 years old like right that. now? Yeah. Trump's is a little bit older. But um, yeah, quite the random thing just to yeah, pop just, out there, you know? Yeah. But Trump is random, though, too. No, he is. But, but you, know, you that's, know, that's just kind of a strange one because yeah. he always talks about him, too. Oh, yeah. And that's the thing, though, is like there's so many people throwing around the JFK Jr. all the time, you know, that Trump. I don't know. He would know darn well that he'd be stirring something up by bringing that one up in general. So it's just a very weird random comment. But I agree. I agree with them. He'd be president today. Maybe he read and, the uh, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> he, maybe he did. You know, He's maybe been, it's a soft disclosure for truth about what happened to JFK. Maybe oh, that it, could be. Maybe he is Q oh. off kilter. Maybe yeah. he is Q. Because mm. I think we all know who he was running against in New York when that happened. Mm. Yes, um, yeah. I, plane crash. I believe it was Miss Suicide, <laughs> Arkansas. Yeah, Miss Arkansas. <laughs> Miss Arkansas. I told you about that weird occurrence that I had with them, with the Clintons yeah. when I was living on Block Island. Man, they just yeah, popped out of nowhere, came out to say hi. They were there for like twenty minutes, literally just walked the main street in the front, shaking hands with everybody. I wouldn't want to be around that woman. Well, I didn't know this was like so long mm-hmm. ago. Um, it was right around the time that he died. I, this is so long ago that I didn't. I mean, as much of a conspiracy person as I was, I didn't know their relation to all the evil in this world. You know, um, I do know that uh, there was a picture taken of me by the local newspaper with secu- social, with a Secret Service on top of me, and all you can see is like my head, and my hands sticking out with all the Secret Service on top of me because uh, that's awesome. I was running um, ahead of him, looking over my shoulder with my bike. And uh, looking backwards, and I didn't see Hillary and Chelsea in front of me. So I was like hauling butt right towards the next thing you know, I'm laying on the ground. And uh, I was front line or front uh, page newspaper the next day. Young, enthusiastic president spotter goes to dance with president, ends up slamming with security. Those are the headlines. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I wish I actually would You should get a. You should get a copy of that paper. I, 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 I actually look for it because I had it at one point, but this was so long ago. Who knows where it's gone? I mean, I've been back and forth to other countries since then. Um, so I went online to see if I can't backtrack and find that paper, and I couldn't because I would have absolutely downloaded yeah, or cool. ordered a copy of that and just framed it because it was a great picture. Oh, you can, like I said, you can see my head and my arm sticking up, and then like there's like five Secret Service dudes on top of me. And they held me in this little circle with the town drunks. And I wasn't the town drunk. I was just a guy that was going, hey, cool, a president. Um, now I'm like, oh, man, I'm a shook hand with evil. So they did me a favor. So I was better right. off being slammed by security than getting to shake those evil people's hands. They would have. I like, figured out they were evil during the first Bush term, George H.W. Oh, yeah. Bush. Um, because I, uh, I found out about the uh, cocaine dealing. And the pilot story that was running the cocaine back and forth to Arkansas for Bush and Clinton. So mm-hmm. I knew that they were in cahoots at that point. Oh, yeah. And that they probably made most of their money through the cocaine industry. Yep, more than likely. And Suski, I'm not sure what the name of the paper was. I believe it was the Block Islands Time or something like that. But it was Block Island, Rhode Island. And it's a little tiny island with one paper. So One paper? Yeah, it's a little. We had, um, during the wintertime, we had 500 people that lived on the island. Um, during the summer... We'd get super busy and we'd have like twenty to 30,000 people there um, on any given day. Dang. It was like a, I, I want to say a poor man's Martha's Vineyard, except you still had to be very wealthy to go out to this go island. Out to, yeah. Sounds like Key West. Yeah. 
Yeah, you had to take a ferry. It was uh, 20 miles out in the ocean, so you had to take a ferry or take a plane. So there was like half the winter we were stuck. You had to be, you had to time everything. You had to be very aware of the weather. Um, cause I'd rather get stuck on the Island cause I lived there than stuck off the Island. Yeah. Because so, you couldn't get there. Cause then you couldn't <laughs> get there. Yeah. So, right. and, and what are you going to do? Stay in a hotel? Like we got caught off the Island. Um, I think for three days and we were literally my buddy Glenn and myself were living in my Volkswagen bus. <laughs> oh, and it yeah. was the only time in my life that I have ever cuddled with a dude. <laughs> Sounds like a real hippie. Yeah, but it was like it was like that was my surf fan. Yeah. And it was had a Porsche. Oh, sure. That thing was so fast. Um, but yeah, it was like it was so cold and we didn't prepare. We went off the island to go um pick up some groceries and some art supplies and stuff like that. Um, and then we missed the ferry by like five minutes and then the wind picked up so much that they couldn't run it for the next three days. So we were literally sleeping, um, behind a hotel and in this Volkswagen, um, bus. Fortunately that time, um, well still because we were grandfathered with the, with the limo tent window so nobody could see in, um, and everything like that. So they didn't know anyone was in there sleeping. Um, you know, cause obviously hotels don't really care for that too much. Right. But, uh, yeah. I used uh, I had a Chevy van with a bed in the back. One of those old Chevy conversion vans. I think it was an 82 or an 83. Oh, no, nice. it was a Dodge. <laughs> and I hung a, a blanket up at, behind the captain's chairs up front. I think we everybody did. Mode. Oh yeah. yeah we would mm-hmm. sit in stealth mode in parking lots back there and watch people. <laughs> and it was he had free, out. he had free candy painted on the side <laughs> like free candy i used to date a guy <laughs> right, <man>. yeah. <laughs> you know remember when they used to make the back tires bigger than the front and they were all surfered out looking yeah i went, oh, out, yeah. With a, I went out with a guy that had a van that was a big mistake. <laughs> oh yeah, man! Never trust a guy with a van yeah. unless he's a surfer because they use him. <laughs> well, we or a musician at the beach all the time, but or a was... musician. But then you got other problems. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Carpet on the walls. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's what diamond was. Carpet tuck. On the walls, had chairs. Diamond tuck roof and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. A disco ball <laughs> hanging down from where the the light goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to go any further. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. He ended up being the father of my oldest daughter. So Yep, those were <laughs> those were the days, Robin. Those yeah. were the days. I remember my, my actual my very first vehicle that I ever owned yeah. was a nineteen eighty five Astrovan. Those are cool. Nice. Oh yeah. Like those most, are really cool. Most kids would have been like, Oh, I don't want an Astrovan. Are you kidding me? And I'm my like, dad had Heck a green yeah. one. <laughs> How many friends can I fit <laughs> in this? Green. So we can go surfing. Yeah. We used to like That's man, we funny. we would pile that thing with eight people, eight surfboards and everything that we needed and just follow hurricanes. Yeah. So as That's far as fun. I was I, concerned, best vehicle I've ever had. Yeah, yeah I like to chase nice. the storms around here. If we're getting something bad, I like to go out and follow it around, see what happens. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, actually my first vehicle I only had for a couple of days and I didn't wreck it. Um, I just decided this is probably not the best vehicle to give a 15 year old kid, which was a, uh, um, an El Camino with a converted engine from a Buick Regal. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, wow. a Buick Regal. <laughs> no, no, not El Camino. I'm sorry. I'm Monte Carlo. Oh, so, those um, are nice. Yeah. So I we, wish I had one of those we now. had, this thing was souped up and I would hit the <laughs> gas and my wheels would spin and uh, I think mom and dad both agreed, probably not the best vehicle for a kid to have. Yeah. I'd have gotten into a lot of trouble because that thing was fast. So Yeah, I had an 80, 84 Z28. Oh, wow. The old Z. I remember those. Yeah. I had the ones with the little 
connected spoiler in the back, like the old Trans Ams, and yeah, yep, I remember yep. those. So, uh, oh, more news. This is from Paul Sperry, Washington Post, which had to re, uh, retract several false RussiaGate stories after winning a Pulitzer, has quietly, without explanation, removed its entire historic archive from the LexisNexis de- um, database. All articles have vanished without a trace, not even abstracts remain. Oh, wow. Gone. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So what do you think they're so, up to? <laughs> what are they the hiding? <laughs> hiding the truth. See, it's little things like this that make me wonder what's really going on. Right. You know, because they're pretty safe with this administration. No one's going to go after them, you know, unless there's yeah. something going on behind the scenes we don't know, or they know for a fact that this administration is going to be gone and somebody that they don't like is going to be in probably trump but i still don't feel like we're going to hit that election time don't, or you know i it's but um yeah one note well, and something's that, coming that, without a doubt at that point what happens to the three letter agencies well see according to trump they, the, trump's gonna re he's gonna go in he's gonna remove all of the corrupt people he's gonna reestablish and rebuild everything from scratch and then have them go after all the corrupt attorneys and judges and stuff like that. That's what Trump's saying recently. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I mean, I don't know how she would do it. No, we've said it's going to have to be torn down. The whole temple. Everything. Yeah. I think so, Mary. What'd you say? Uh, she says, I think we may be in civil war before selection time. Well, speaking of civil war, war. <laughs> have you guys <laughs> seen the lead way? Yeah, have you, thank you, Mary, for setting me up with that, <laughs> with that law. Um, there's a new uh, trailer that came out of a movie that's coming out in 2024. And guess what it's called? Civil, civil war. war. And it's literally a modern day civil war movie about um people within our own country having political differences and issues and and going to war and fighting one another and the way that they have this whole movie design is to make the patriots look like the crazies the dissenters the ones that aren't listening to the establishment and you know following what they know to be true so this whole thing literally is about making the good people the people that love their country the the god-loving Christian Jesus following people to be the bad guys. Right. Well, isn't that the yeah. point of movies to propagandize? Oh, it yeah. is. It is. Hey, Punky Pewster, great to see you. Um, so then uh on with what we've been talking about. So this week we've been talking a lot about um Leave the World Behind, the movie that we watched uh earlier in the week, so we can have an idea as to what they were trying to go through. And it gets deeper and deeper and deeper. Matter of fact, um, we talked about the shirts that they were wearing. Um, there was a a brother and a sister yes. who were both wearing shirts with this one scene where it popped up. And I remember them talking about the, you know, the Obey t-shirt. You remember the Obey? Yes. And and you remember when uh when um Obama was running, he was wearing a shirt, or no, he had a shirt line that was hope and it had Obama's head. Yeah. So a real nasty looking shirt. Yeah, that real natty exactly. So they ended up creating a line of shirts um, after he became president called Obey. And on that shirt is literally a picture of Obama. And this is in the movie. Had a picture of Obama, kind of one of those like um, campaign poster style um, artwork. Underneath it, it said Obey. And he's standing next to his sister who's wearing a shirt that says NASA. 
And NASA represents the fallen angel, Satan. So what do you have when those two shirts are right by each other? Obey Satan. This whole movie was, I saw the picture. Yeah. This movie was, was full, 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 you know, um, you know, Punky says, could Obama be the antichrist possible false prophet? You know what? That's crossed my mind a whole lot before. And if you guys remember, there was a movie, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it was the History Channel that put this one out. That was about um, the life of Christ. And when Jesus was in the desert, was approached by Satan, the Satan in the movie looked exactly oh, yeah. like, like Obama. Like, literally, when I first looked up, I, I, the first thing I thought was, did they get Obama to play Satan in this movie? Mm -hmm. But it was, apparently it was an actor that looked exactly like him. They made him up to look like him. But um, at that point, um, my first thought was uh, they're trying to, to hint us in on something. And right. I don't know if he's the Antichrist. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't surprise me mm -mm. Um, because I do remember somebody doing a breakdown of what um, the Barack Obama and all this stuff combined meant and onto um, like Hebrew or something like this. And it came out to be something that really reflected the fact that he very well could be. Um, well, here's my problem with that. Um we're going to we're going to believe the antichrist at first all of us no not all of this i'm too Most skeptical i don't believe well, hardly i don't believe hardly anybody i'm i'm just assuming everybody it's is. not going to be somebody at first who we already yeah, think now i agree with that so negatively of um it's going to be somebody that looks like they're going to unite the world and bring peace to the world you're right and you know so and, and he has too many skeletons in his closet to fit that role at this point, I think. Well, see, and now Punky Pooster goes on and says, Trump, and I mean, I don't, I don't, okay, that would be one that would really fool me. Now, I haven't taken that off um, the possibility. Um, I have not taken that off possibility because I do know that most people aren't going to see what's coming. And Trump is right. trying to unite the world. So he, he falls into that category, but any good person would want to unite the world. So, I mean, he may or may not. So that would be one that I would really be kind of be like, whoa. And, and Punky says, God tells us to trust no man. That's kind of where I fall. Now, I trust all of you guys. Um, but as far as politicians and stuff go, I'm very weary. And I've said that before. I say that about Trump. I'm very open about it. Um, if I was to vote today for president, would I vote? Who would I vote for? I would vote for Trump. No question. So would I. Um, mm -hmm. but, but I'm also cautious. Right. And that's that's kind of what I mean is not so much that we're going to fall for it, but we're going to we're going to be able to see it, of course. But it's going to be somebody that's going to unite the world in peace. That's see, what it says. And there's still a lot of people that absolutely hate Trump. But what if things get so terribly mm -hmm. bad here that they're yeah. like screaming for Trump to come back? And then that's that's it, because he was involved with the Abraham Accord. Um, and certain things like that. And like I said, I, I'm not trying to lead or, you know, anything like that. Yeah. All, I, I'm just saying exactly what Punky just said is that God said to trust no man. And, mm -hmm. uh, and if you look at it this way, even though there's a, an obvious distrust and dislike between Obama and, and Trump, um, if Trump were to be the antichrist, that would kind of fit um, Obama into the false prophet because what was the false prophet supposed to do but pave the way for the Antichrist? So basically all of the, but it, and we've taken it in a different context. It's like he's just paving the way to make it easier for the Antichrist. But what if pave the way really means 
you know, show everybody how absolutely bad things so that people automatically go and follow the Antichrist. You know what I'm saying? So it's not that they're buddies, right. but, you know, paving the way can mean something different than we expected. And like <clears> I said, <throat> I'm by no means trying to convince anybody of anything because I've got no skin in the game as to who is who. Um, I just know that I am so cautious these days. And as much as I love Trump, um, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? As much as I still like him, um, I'm very cautious because like you said, you know, the antichrist is something that we're not going to see coming. And, and like I said, as many people, cause it's about 50, 50 that love and hate Trump. But over this last year, I've literally watched more and more and more people lean towards Trump. Mm -hmm. So oh, like for sure, so what happens here in like six months when, if we get like internet blackouts, electrical blackouts, people are starving for food and we're like put into the most horrible tribulations that we've ever dealt with, you know, collectively as citizens of every country. Um, you know, like I said, people at that point will be screaming for change and right. And, and let's face it, man, Trump did some pretty phenomenal things, but if I was the devil, you know, that old bit, um, was it Harvey or what? Well, I can't remember. Paul Harvey, Harvey Weinstein or, or Paul, uh, Harvey. Paul Harvey. Yeah. Paul Harvey. If I was the devil, you know, mm -hmm. I would literally do something like that. You know, I'd come up and I'd create this illusion of, of good and then evil coming after me and hating me and, and, you know, taking your eyes off of everybody, you know, of, of that person right. thinking that they're not loved ultimately to be the one who comes and, and is the savior, which is basically what the antichrist is supposed to be. But what do you think, John, what do you think about Trump? Oh, I'd still vote for him. Yeah. Right now. Mm -hmm. if I, if, I mean, if that's our options, I'd definitely vote for him still. Yeah. I still don't like the vaccine thing. Yeah. I would no, like to see not, him come that's, clean that's on that. It's not going to change until accountability happens for see, that. See, and that's mm -hmm. one thing is it, you know, at least we're honest people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we're not cult. See, that's the thing is we keep getting put into the whole, like, you guys are a cult. Yeah, Look, we're not. I'm literally calling Trump out for everything that I just can't stand that he did. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, there's a lot of things that I like, but, you know, I'll, if, if somebody that I dislike did something that was awesome, I'd give him credit for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if Pelosi did something that benefited mankind, I'd be like, I can't stand that woman. She's done some pretty evil things, but I'll give her credit for what she's done mm -hmm. in this case. Right. Like, you know, I, I don't have that. We know that's never going to happen. Oh, it's not. I just yeah. figured I'd use the most <laughs> implausible, impossible example that I could find. I do that when I'm coaching. And I'm mm -hmm. giving the kids examples. Yeah. I over exaggerate the movements. Like, <laughs> yeah, extend, exactly. extend, like extend. You know, I over exaggerate. So, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I exactly. like what Pepper said too. It may not even happen in our lifetime. That's true. It may not happen in our kids' lifetimes. Mm -mm. It may not. No. Yeah, I think right now we're just we're seeing such a big windup of chaos and disruption and division and everything like that. And, and you know, that's why I always think say it's is, pretty bad, right? We do think it's pretty bad right yeah, now. Yeah, but every every generation has had something that they have probably thought this is it. Well, I always go back to we're not crucifying people at the moment. We're not we're not gas chambering groups of people at the moment. We're not taking over the world the same way that Napoleon did. I mean, well, granted, we're doing these things. We're doing them, you know, in different ways. Yeah. That, with the jab, with, but we don't know how bad bad could be. We don't know how bad it's been in the past. Oh, I know. We like, assume we know how bad it's been, you know. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we're we're going through tribulations right now, but the tribulation is going to be a whole lot. Where we're, it's mm -hmm. going to be like 
it's going to make it look like super happy pancake day we're dealing with right now. <laughs> right. And that, yeah, that's what I'm kind of getting at. I don't think we'll be standing around going, is it? And questioning it as much. It will be like, oh, crap. Like, we yeah. got to go. We got we to go. go to our spot. No, no. And that's, yeah. you know, that's why I'm, I'm just very adamant. You know, trust no man. Keep your eyes on the Heavenly Father. You know, like, he'll give you the answers and discernment you need to kind of navigate these times. Because, um, you know, like I said, you know, you think it's hard. You think it's hard right now to convince uh, to convince the people that hate Trump that he's okay. Wait until the time that you're having to convince the people that love Trump that he's not okay. If we get to that point, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be like probably the most difficult feat we've ever had. It probably would be. It, it'll probably be more difficult than what we've been doing so far, for sure. I know, but we'll keep holding that line, keep on praying. We'll cross that bridge when it comes, I cross guess. That, we'll Absolutely. cross that bridge when it comes and hope that it doesn't burn underneath us. But if it does, we'll end up home sooner, and I'm okay with that, too. So right. um, on further with the, the movie that we were talking about, you know, the basis of uh, Leave the World Behind was, you know, cyber attacks across the country. Um, we're seeing more and more talk about this all over the place. Matter of fact, something came out today um, from Great Britain saying that there there's a possibility that they could be put down like imminently with some kind of a major cyber attack mm -hmm. incoming. And, you know, like I said, most of this stuff's all scare tactics, um, you know, to keep us all frightened and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, I'd rather be prepared and not have to use what I got to prepared for or then not be prepared and go, ah, oh, crap, man, how are we going to feed each other? Because I don't want to eat bugs and worms from my backyard. We do have crawled ads, though. Right. Yes. <laughs> and we still have a lot of farmers Yeah, in our country. No, we, we do. But we're, we're lucky because we have a lot of local farmers where we're at. See, we are fortunate in that aspect. But once again, <laughs> they're trying to destroy our crops and they're trying to, you know, get rid of farming because we have too much farming is probably one of the causes of climate change. Apparently, as we learned today, guess what else is, is a huge contribution to climate change? Breathing. Yeah. <laughs> well, absolutely. When we breathe, I mean, we we give off carbon carbon dioxide. So I'd be willing to say that politicians put off more crap into our air than we do. We do. Mm -hmm. Lies. Lies are, are destroying our atmosphere. So that's what it really is. It's the John Kerry's and the Pelosi's and the Schiff's and the Biden's that are really in charge of the climate change. Well, you've been to DC before. It's stanky. No, it really, it, no, it really is. And it if is you guys, stanky. If any of you guys have never been to DC, let me explain how, how this works. Okay. When you go to DC during the summer, it's a little bit better because they clean it up a little bit for the tourists that come through. I don't know about recently, but this is what they used to do. If you go there during the winter time, it's like, um, it's like heat coming out of grates, homeless people sleeping on that, and garbage and poop everywhere. Yeah, it's a mess. It is. And 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 when they do clean it up, it's the uh Pentagon shaped area that they clean up. When you once you get outside of that area, it's a mess anyways, even in summer. Yeah, and it's literally like that three mile area right down there, um, you know, where all the, the Capitol buildings and stuff are. Yeah, that's where they keep clean. Everything else is just disgusting. Yeah. So nose plugs are 100% required. Matter of fact, I'm not a mask guy, but I would more than likely wear like a, <laughs> I'd wear one of those uh, like gas masks, like with a full on face shield going through that area. <laughs> right. Like sleeping in a, yeah, <laughs> like farting in a sleeping bag smell. Yeah. Exactly. It's like the, the turtle game. 
<laughs> sounds like California. The, the turtle, sure the, the turtle game, like farting in a sleeping bag. <laughs> I learned that it was a. I, I had a buddy that I worked with that was Cajun, and uh, we we know what the Dutch oven is, right? Mm -hmm. John, you know what yeah. that is? Yeah, he called it the, mm -hmm. the total game. I mean, I, I can't do the accent quite well because he was straight up Cajun. He goes, <laughs> oh, man, me and my girl played a total game. And she almost got, she almost, um, she almost broke up when we were playing the total game. I'm like, what's the total game? He goes, well, you pull the cover over both of your heads and whoever sticks their head out of the cover first, they're the turtle. <laughs> 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 I wish I could do that accent justice because that just made it even more hilarious. But um, so this is interesting. So in the movie, if you guys watched uh, Leave the World Behind, in the movie, there was a, a map that the one, I mean, literally it popped up for like two seconds um, when the TVs were malfunctioning and this, this uh, grid map of the United States popped up and it showed like the level of disruption caused by the attack, high, substantial, moderate, and low. Um, so right in the middle in Kentucky, if you zoom in, it's oddly enough, it's literally in Kentucky and Kentucky is, is the white area. So it was the, the low, um, disruption area, but if you zoom in on the map and I got to give major credit to the person that found this, there's a QR code mm -hmm. dead in the center of Kentucky. It's wild. Yeah. So Unreal, huh? a guy ended up, uh, yes. clicking on that, like zooming into it, taking a, a photo of it. And then uh, doing a QR code test, and it actually let us. I'll read him what he. What, I'll read what he said. He says, "As if the movie Leave the World Behind couldn't get any weirder. Hidden in the cyber attack, Mac, over the state of Kentucky is a QR code. That QR code leaves leads to a photo of Big Mike Tweener. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it said it actually leads to a website for Lake Shawnee." abandoned park which is a haunted park in princeton virginia which has a dark history and turned out to be a native american burial ground this movie is too disturbing to overlook anything but this may be just a simple easter egg and many easter eggs were hidden all through this movie including shirts like i said to say basically mm -hmm. obey satan um the 666 literally two minutes as the film open um the white lion that was written on the yes. side of the mm -hmm. boat of the ship that crashed on shore. So this whole thing was literally was, was just littered with Easter eggs and occult symbolism, those little eye symbols and just um, mm -hmm. Masonic symbolism, just everything just splattered all throughout this movie. But I got to give it to whoever found that um, this was a ultra MJ truth. That's a heck of a find. Yeah, it is. That is a heck of a find. Um, the director, JG23, was an unknown. Um, he's a rather new director, but it was produced by Barack and Michael Obama. So no coincidence that those two are the ones that funded this film. And apparently they had a lot to do with the details, not the script writing, but telling um, the script writer what needed to, to go into this film to make it more realistic. So much so that when the director reached out and asked him some of those questions, the director's response was, when I got the notes back from um, Barack Obama, it scared the F out of me. That was his comment. So this was a director working with them on this film, probably a fan of Obama, who literally made the statement like the the notes that I received back from Obama scared the F out of me. That's pretty wild. Very wild. Um, yeah, so like I said, this movie was a, a very interesting movie. 
filled with everything. Like I said, if you guys haven't watched it, it's not a great film. No, Mm-mm. it's it's a high budget film. The yeah. cinematography is brilliant. Yeah. I got, I will give it that. The cinematography is great. Um, but it, it's one of those movies that kind of leaves you a little unsatisfied. Yes. If you know yeah. anyone who's seen that, let me know what you feel about it too. But it's like, man, you wanted more answers, but at the same time, um, the characters in the movie didn't even have the answers. You know, that was kind, kind of, of like the whole Prometheus. Yeah, it was one of those things to where that was kind of the whole point. And I think they wanted the audience to feel what the people in the movie felt. And that was questions because um, the whole point of this, um, the, what, the way that it took place was to create the problem reaction solution, mm-hmm. create a problem. Um, and then no one knows who's the enemy. No one knows who's doing this. No one knows if it's our government, if it's other countries, because they put a lot of gaslighting out there to make you think that it may be this, 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 or this. And then ultimately, um, when people ended up not being able to eat any longer or not being able to have the stuff they needed or be able to communicate with each other, people automatically start to panic and go after one another. So they ultimately create a civil war. And then, um, then there's like planes or jets flying through just bombing everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that also fits in with the trailer that I saw today. If you guys haven't seen it yet, I'll make sure to find it and put it up on a Kilted Christian um, Telegram, which is the Civil War. That movie that's going to be released on the 20, uh, 2024 also um, had people fighting one another for resources, for political differences. And then the government gets involved and just literally goes around and starts bombing cities. So I can't really spoil that movie because I haven't seen it yet. And that was just in the trailer. So if anybody spoiled, spoiled that for you, that would be the people that made the trailers, not me. Right. And remember everyone, there is still some more room in Kentucky. It's going to be one of the last stands. Yes. Kentucky, Tennessee, Missouri, maybe. Yeah. This is, this is that little like clump of States that you definitely want to be part of and live in because you know, um, it's funny back when I was younger, man, they would use like redneck is like this negative term. Like, oh, you're just a redneck. Oh, yeah. You know, but now I'm like, yeah. I'm also proud, a very prepared person who's going to be able to take care of my family, grow their own food, fix my own vehicles. You know what I'm saying? So like, and it's funny because the reason they do that is to demean preppers, to demean people that are resourceful to take care of themselves. And I told you before, my granddad used to say to me all the time, you want to be a good husband, go out and learn how to do things yourself. A poor man is forced to be a resourceful man. You don't want to get to the point where you're relying on other people because, you know, there's a point where you're, you know, having to pay someone $5,000 to change your oil. You know what I'm saying? We're, I'm joking, but we're getting to this point. You know, you may as well <coughs> learn to do as much on your own as you possibly can so that you don't have to rely. So I ended up going to college and then would take multiple jobs while I was going to college so that I could learn from the job that I was at. You know, I did a, I was a maintenance man forever, um, you know, working at a, a HUD subsidy apartment complex. So everything was always breaking there um, or yeah, being broken. So I did maintenance for hotels and for animal hospitals. So, oh yeah, exactly. I learned you know? a lot. Yeah. That's one of the reasons that I ended up going into studying animal medicine um, on the job animal medicine training. Because that's going to be something that comes in useful. So basically, I ended up taking jobs that would teach me something, construction um, and so forth. Um, Jay, we all hope you see you over in Kentucky soon. XJ as well. You know what I'm saying? You know, I hope Punky to see too. Punky's Punky, trying. Punky. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We'll get, get here 
and then we'll be closer to one another. So when Pooh does eventually hit the fan, we're all set. And the community's here. We lose power. We're all right. Exactly. And we want healing coups. <laughs> we want healing coups too. That I don't think there's a day that goes by that we don't talk <laughs> about healing coups at some point. My yeah. mom, you know, who was very skeptical. Are we sure we're going to be able to handle that kind of now, man, she's like, we need to get money for a fence. <laughs> She, she's ready for the coups, man. I was like, it's going to be another year or two before we can do that. Because, I mean, obviously, fencing's not cheap, so we're going to have to save up no, you know, over time. We just, got, we just got new fencing about a month and a half ago. Exactly. You haven't seen it yet, I don't think, have you? It wasn't I've never seen it. I'll see it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's it's four board. Four board. Oh, my goodness. Four <laughs> so board wood fence. And then it's got the wire behind it as well. We still oh, have wow. to stain it. We're going to put cedar stain on it. But oh, nice. It turned out really nice. And you've got yeah. the chickens. You know, Punky said in chickens. And we got the chickens. Yeah, we got chickens. Matter of fact, we got chickens. I got to give Steve Cusick, our, our, our chicken Steve Cusick credit, man, because he shared the strawberry donuts with the rest of the chickens without beating them up today. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that, Steve. You oh, they like impressed. donuts. I just found out we I gave them strawberry donuts, those little round ones, crunched them all up mm -hmm. and threw them. They were having a they were having a blast. And Steve was actually pleasant today. He didn't come after my backside. Nice, <laughs> he comes like nice. behind so me. Hmm? Are you getting eggs? Of course now they're older no. chickens, no. right? It's cold. No. Were they younger? No, yeah. they, well, they were. Um, They're a year. Yeah, they were a year, but then they had to acclimate to being in a new property. Cause and then they, we moved yeah, them. Right. And then we moved them to another place mm -hmm. um, further away from the window the that window. we like to open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. It's <laughs> funny. Yeah. So now we got a. Uh, yeah. So now it's cold and they're just not laying. So we'll. They'll, we'll get that going and then we're going to get a couple more uh, chickens to add, a couple more hens to add to it because we've got like a big chicken run and then we have two chicken coops in that chicken run. So we'll be able mm -hmm. to have like six to nice. eight chickens without a yeah. problem without them being too crunched up in one little area. Um, yeah. Get you a couple of coop heaters too. My mine are still laying right now. Oh, they are. Yeah. We see coop heaters. So, at the, we didn't see coop heaters at the, um, that place we went out in Maysville, Marysville. They do have them at Tractor Supply. That's where we were, I think, wasn't it? Oh, the Hint Mills? Yeah. No, no, no. The little, the, the ducks. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, ducks, the, the uh, chicks, the uh, chickens. Yeah, the Kings, Kings something. Yeah, we want this big store. This, look, it's like, yeah. it's like an, a, a one-stop shop. Rural King, like, there you go. Thank you, yeah, Maddie. Rural King, yes. Off kilter knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, they, okay. they got. They, they probably have it. They sell, well, I'm surprised they don't have them. They sell chicklets and, uh. They ducks. sell little ducks and little geese and, and all kinds of little ducks things. ducks and geese, too. <laughs> old McDonald, old McGregor's farm. Yep, old, old, old McGregor's farm with, with the coos. Nah. And geese yeah. are good to eat, but, man, they're mean. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Nah. And Punky, I can't do feigning goats, man. I, I don't know what it is about feigning goats, but they make me sad. I can't even watch Plus, videos of, of feigning goats because I just... I get mad at the people that are making them faint. I'm like, you guys are jerks, man. Those poor goats. <laughs> They'll climb all over your cars, too. That's the key, yeah, is that we'd have to, like, put a roof on whatever we put them in because uh, I don't want to go out to, like, dense all over my, uh, all over the Nissan Juke. Oh, with the fainting goats? Yeah. Oh, yeah, anyway. they like to climb yeah. things. Yeah. But those, I... those fainting goats, they just break my heart. 
Yeah, I think it's good. I know it's so weird. You'd think they're dead. <laughs> no, they are. They're they're so beautiful. They're, they're so cute. cute. They're adorable, but um, yeah. But they'd always be on the ground fainted because we got spirit. Yeah, and that's a right. <laughs> that's enough to scare anybody. Little right spirit, now. man. Little spirit would just go out there to make them faint. Yeah, oh, sure. they would hurt them all the time. Your oh, dogs no. would be yeah. hurting them like well, crazy. Sawin, um, Sawin loves the chickens. Matter of oh, fact, the chickens love Sawin too. They'll, yeah. they'll come up to the front of the gate. Uh huh. They're not um, scared of him. Little spirit, she's. You know how like little puppies when they get real curious, they'll lean their head in, but their body's ready to run back. Mm -hmm. It's like yeah. if they could just stretch their neck out. That's kind of what she's like. Sawin though, and then he just, jump back. Yeah, Sawin. Yeah, exactly. Sawin just goes around and checks them out, and the chickens come up. Yeah, I'm talking about you, buddy. He's <laughs> like, you talk about me, daddy. Yes, I am, buddy. Um, so let me play this little clip right here. I kind of like going back and forth with the banter. Like I said, you know, we just we need to walk away from the news sometimes, but we got a couple of good things tonight. And uh, this is interesting too. So this is a news on the street exclusive, just got the skinny on what's happening in New York politics. It's ending. And, and apparently a lot of people like New York may very well go towards Trump, which would be nice. Yeah. So I'll play this. Wow. Little bit. Hey everybody, how you doing? It's Peggy D's in the house here. Merry Christmas, happy holidays. So I'm here in Harlem. I just wanted to do a little, little bit of reporting. I just left um, a holiday party, Christmas party. Uh, one of my dear friends, she's uh, Inez Dickens. She's an assemblywoman, state of assemblywoman here. She's a Democrat, known her for a long time. And uh, they have uh, the state office building, they're having joint parties and everything. And so Letitia James walks in because she's her office is here too. I wasn't didn't know that she was going to be in, so I said, "Oh, hey, Tish," and she looked at me saying, "Hey, hey," and then she gave me like an evil eye. Um, you know, I'm very outspoken with how I feel about what's going on here, so I'm sure she's not happy with what's going on because she she's 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 under control. That's what I have to say. But what I'm saying is that what I know is that from what I'm hearing, Eric Adams is going to be replaced. He's on the way out. The uh, They're going to have a special election. This is breaking news. I'm right in the middle of everything, y'all. Right down the street here is where the Clinton, Bill Clinton's office was on 55th, West 125th Street. Um, and the Democrats know that they're losing, that they're losing and they're going to lose. The Democratic hold on New York is ending and it's, it's imminent. It's imminent. I actually uh, had a great talk uh, today with some NYPD officers. I wanted to let you all know, NYPD loves President Trump, okay? Uh, I just, they just love him. So don't get upset when you see them backing down because they've been told to do that. People's pensions and everything are at stake. But these two police officers, one was male and female, they just said, listen, we just got a year, year or so of this left. And then it's over. I said Trump, right? They said, yeah, yeah. We just, we, you know, after that, it's over. We can like come out full force and lock these people up because right now we just can't do anything. Uh, it's all politics here and it's all not good. But I wanted to let you know that there is hope for New York. The power structure that has been in place is ending. And what is ending here? Yeah, she, she's a. Uh... She's right, man. And, and, you know, Punky brings up a good point too. This is why they're going to end up doing some catastrophic, catastrophic event. You can guarantee it. These people aren't just going to hand their power over. 
um, there's a point where they can't cheat enough because so many people are going to come out one way that they're either mm -hmm. going to have to obviously cheat, which is way difficult to do. They're more than likely going to end up doing something like releasing some crazy disease on us, um, internet blackout, Wi-Fi, electrical. Um, it's going to be something like big that isn't just an attention grabber, like, you know, a mass shooting you know, or, or even something as big as a nine 11, it's going to be something that's way bigger that affects us on a major, major scale that makes everyone uncomfortable, even as far as possibly an economy crash. Like, what are your thoughts on this, John? Yeah, I agree. And, uh, well, I saw a video on the highly, uh, reputable Twitter about a week and a half ago, and it was somebody going around Harlan and the Bronx and asking people just randomly on the street who they would vote for it at this point. And not one of them said Biden. No. And these were, I mean, these were inner city people. Totally. Every one of them was like Trump. Absolutely. No way I'm going for Biden. No, exactly. You know, um, one note says there, Jesus on deck turns tables and we take ground. Um, you know, I, I'd be awesome. I'd be totally cool with that. Um, you know, that's why I think that's why many of us are going to, I'm not going to freak out. We're going to stay no. calm no matter what happens because, you know, we, got faith in God. We know that God's got our backs no matter what. So I'm not sweating it. Um, you know, the problem is, is as much as I would love this to be like a hundred percent, you know, Jesus loving country. Um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of lost souls running around this country right mm -hmm. now. You know, I think that's really one of the best things we can do because those people that don't have Christ in their heart, they're going to panic. And oh, they they're going to be one of the biggest problems we have to deal with. So that gives us more of a reason. If we didn't have a great enough reason mm -hmm. to introduce people to that relationship with Christ. That's a really good reason. At least they can have that, that relationship and stay calm. And it, well, and one of the issues they use to split votes and one that they're going to use again, I'm sure is the abortion issue because it is a very polarizing and it's a very closer to center split than a lot of other issues are. No, you, um, off kilter says I do not meet Biden supporters like ever. Well, mm -hmm. technically, definitely not around here. But even when I was around in Texas and Austin, like you know, people will walk around. Look, how many people walk around wearing MAGA hats and MAGA shirts? You see them all the time. How many right. I love Biden shirts have you ever seen? The closest thing to a Biden shirt that I've seen was an FJB. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, a big difference between uh, the voters for Democrats and voters. For that vote for Republican typically, all the Democratic voters are voting for the ideal. They don't care who the person is. Mm -hmm. no. the, 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 the means always, the, the means are always justified by the ends. So it doesn't matter who it is, as long as the ideal is voted into office. Yeah. Conservative mm -hmm. candidates and conservative voters, I think, tend to be a little more selective in who they vote for. And if it's a candidate they don't like, they won't vote. Versus the Democrats, even if it's a candidate they don't like, they'll vote because of the ideals behind. You're right; the they're issue voters, which is why it's so easy to fool them into voting for who they want you to vote for. Because well, all you have to do is, like you said, kids. raise the issues. College, yeah, kids. the indoctrinated college people are going to be the ones that I. They just won't vote for Trump because they don't like him. Exactly, but they don't know why. Right. You can ask them, but they don't right. know why. But that's what they're just yeah. going to do that. And, and, and true patriots says they're hive mind completely a hive Absolutely. mind. Absolutely. Um, and they, they hate him because they've been told to hate him. Yes. Oh, yeah, yes. exactly. You know, Jay Wu says, I don't even see Biden bumper stickers anymore. Neither do I. Mm -mm. Um, Pepper says, then why do they hate Trump so much? 
they don't even know why they hate they don't Trump know so why much. I, I, you see them on the streets yeah, when I, they ask them they have no idea no, why i can't even tell you how many videos and i love those videos where they they start Stump saying them. something like and can you believe that don jr did this this and this he goes well actually it wasn't don jr it was hunter and then yeah. they immediately are like put on the yeah, brakes and like guy. well that's totally different yeah you know it's What's no different? different than right now mm -hmm. you know remember they were remember all the hubbub that they were putting on well those those Trumps better go to their depositions. They better stand up there in front of Congress yeah. and tell them everything they or, or they're going to go to prison and and we can't vote for Trump because his kids are bad. But all of a sudden now, um, Hunter Biden literally went to the Capitol <laughs> building today, stood in front of a podium, talk. did his little circus talk in front of the podium and then left. Didn't even go to be mm -hmm. part of his depositions. And they were like, well, because. He said he wouldn't unless they made it public, which they're never public. They're, I think they're always private depositions. To begin first. with, mm -hmm. because you, begin can't, with. you can't get the information you're looking for publicly. Yes. Right. And I think it's a, just a, I, I think it's just a ploy. Well, you went in there to cover sakes, his dad's you know, butt. It, or it makes it, it makes yeah. us yeah. look like things are deadlocked when they really weren't going to be on it to begin with. No. You know, so, but once again, you, you watch everybody today doing the exact opposite they they were man they were up there with their pitchforks and torches ready to bring the the trump any of the trumps down the kids anything like that and then the father shall be held responsible for what the kids did even though they didn't do anything but now it's okay i've heard both things they're like well hunter's not joe biden so why wouldn't we vote for joe biden well why wouldn't you have voted for trump because you hated you thought his kids were crooks and then secondly, right. those Trump kids need to go to jail. They don't show up for their depositions, but it's okay if Hunter does. It's a different story. No, it's not. It's worse. It's a whole lot worse because we've seen the proof. Literally a laptop. He can deny this stuff all he wants to. We've seen the laptop. We've seen the emails. We, we know the crookedness that went on. And I can guarantee you Congress has got a whole bunch more. But at the same time, what are we looking for? So they passed the Joe Biden um, in the beginning of the Joe Biden impeachment inquiry was passed tonight. So it was like, if I believe it if correctly, it was like 221 to 212 or something mm -hmm. like that. Um, so is this a good thing? No, it's another circuit. It's another um, it's another line of deception because this is what happens. They know they it needs to go through Congress and then it goes to the Senate. They know that the Senate's not going to vote to impeach him. You know what I'm saying? So this, what does this do? This gives your Marjorie Greens and, and your other people those talking points to be like, look what we did. We did this. We told you right. we were going to do it. We did this with the safety of knowing that he's not going to be impeached. And this is exactly what it is. This is, this is all about um, feeding them election material and election talking points. Am I far off on that, John, or are you? No, I think you're spot on. I think you're absolutely spot on with that. I, I don't really see it any other way. No, I mean, it's, it's like a, it's one big giant game and I think we're getting used to the game, but it doesn't get any less tiring and it doesn't no. get any less exhausting. And then we got days where they're dropping opioids in our chemtrails. He's like rocking in his chair trying to keep away. I know I'm in my rocking chair. Yeah, no, I keep my space heater on. Johnny John's about to take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now we got this breaking news. Google has changed all of their definitions to match Samantha, Samantha Power's version of a democracy governance, changing all the powers that belong to the House of Representatives and shifting those powers to the Senate. Powers is replacing our Constitution behind the scene 
and Google is in full compliance with stealing Americans' rights by force. The Speaker of the House oversees the Sergeant at Arms, not the Senate, where the Sergeant at Arms has no authority. If you can remember, um, Pelosi was the one, you know, the Sergeant of Arms during January 6th, which is why we didn't have um, any uh, military assistance or police assistance. So, um, you know, so they're they're literally, and and the thing is, though, is that we, we know we can't trust Google, but 70% 70% of our, our population doesn't know they can't trust Google. They haven't figured out yet that they push conservative talking points like five pages back on Google. So they put everything in the front that you see. And how many people take the time, unless you're like us and do a little research and where you're digging backwards. Matter of fact, I always start 10 pages back. I don't even right. begin or with the beginning any longer. How many people still hold paper constitutions? So when they go to search Google when they get the wrong information. How are they, they going to go know? back and verify it through the paper? And I thought that same thing too. I was thinking that too the other day when I'm like, you know, when we were watching that movie, leave the world behind and the GPS wasn't working and nobody could figure out how to get anywhere because they'd always, you know, relied on their GPS. And uh, it's like, well, pull out your map. And <laughs> then I remember going to the border, literally how far or how hard it was for me to find a map. Um, a driving map when I was down at the border in Texas, I ended up having to, uh, I ended up finding, um, I guess a ranger's post and ended up having a map of the area that I used. Um, you know, but I got all my maps in my bag. Yeah. I see. That's the thing is I ended up ordering some from, uh, from eBay just to make sure that I had some like country maps in case I needed to get places, you know, and then true Patriot mentions have a pocket constitution. And I even go further with that. Have a pocket Bible. Um, you know, cause um, it starts with them getting rid of our constitution and changing it. And the kids today wouldn't even know the difference, but don't think right. for a second that our government, this, the evil government is not going to go after our scripture and our Bibles at some point. And I even told you I had a dream. Um, this was years ago, probably like 10, 12 years ago, maybe where, um, God was telling me that I needed to make some Bible covers, but to make the Bible covers look like anything but a Bible. You know what I'm saying? So oh, if someone yeah. called and saw that. it, they would just, you know, dismiss it as something else. And then um, he had me bury him. So I've got like four um, Bibles encased in uh, leather covers that I've buried in different places just to guarantee that there's still scripture left. And I put them inside like waterproof, um, you know, containers. So they're not going to get ruined. But good call. I got a small one wrapped in plastic in my Jeep's glove box. You're um, you bought me the one that I carry. You bought me. Oh, yeah. When yeah, I was down at the border, one. you bought me a military Bible, which is, mm-hmm. you know, pocket size. So that's yeah, that's cool. like that's my about what I got because I've got my go to Bibles, my Geneva Bible. I love, um, you know, I've got a couple of I mean, I've got a lot of Bibles, but but the one that it's like my go to if I was to have to if, if I was to get called to arms today, be like, listen, you you need to go to war to fight for your Lord and your country. That would be the Bible that I would have in my pocket. Very cool. And you know what? Even if I never drew an arm from my side, I would be out there praying and reading scripture on the battlefield. I mean, because that's probably the most important thing that we could possibly do. And then write it in your heart. That can't be stolen from you. You're right. And you know, in our state, you can still call the Capitol building and get a free constitution sent to you. Or you can order a box of 50 or 100 for a dollar a piece that you can give out to whoever you want. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I wouldn't mind doing that. No. Just stand on the side of the road and go handing out, um, handing out mini Bibles and uh, 
in pocket constitutions. Yeah, my dad did. He ordered a box of them, gave them out to all kinds of people. Yeah, just remember that that line from uh, in Braveheart. You remember when he was holding his sword? Little 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 tiny William Wallace um, was looking at the sword of his uncle Argyle, and he was like, he goes. Well, before you learn how to use this, you must learn how to use this. And he points to his head. You know, I'd be like this. Before you learn how to use this, the Constitution, you need to learn how to use this. And that would be the scripture, the Bible. Right. Freedom or Fritos. <laughs> um, so the Supreme Court is uh, going to review obstruction of an official proceeding case. This is a felony used against 300 plus January 6th um, that represents half of Jack Smith's indictment against Trump. So... There's a multiple things that Supreme Court's going to be looking into right now. One of them is the immunity of President Trump dealing with the case that he's going through. Um, and another one is this January 6th obstruction thing. So if this was to be determined to be unlawful and illegal by the Supreme Court, that basically removes all the cases that Trump is under right now. Because mm -hmm. all of that sure. falls into the same thing. So yeah. if I had trust in anybody in our government, I'd be like, cool, things good are happening. you know. But right now I'm just like, We'll see. Right. Now you got to trust the Supreme Court to rule on that the right way. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing, though, is that, you know, they're, they're already trying to get Justice Thomas to recuse himself. That's how scared they are about all this stuff, you know. But once again, who do you trust? I don't know. Um, I'm going to play this little clip real quick and we'll talk about this one right here. I think it's what we talked about before. And this isn't um, this isn't fear based. It's reality. If trucks stop, everything stops. We've discussed this before. It's as simple as that. You take the trucks off the road. We don't have a way to deliver anything. Everything starts to cascade and fall apart after that, which is why I insist, you know, that, you know, first off, you know, the first thing that's in my bug out bag is a Bible. That's the first thing that goes in my bug out bag. If I, if I lose everything else, at least I've got the most important thing I need, you know, but you also need water, you need food, you need, uh, Thing, freedom spreaders yeah. and, and freedom seeds um, and then seed seeds and all those other things that you need. But I'm going to play this real quick because this guy's dead on target and he, he lays it out pretty well. Three days and society shuts down. One week, the country shuts down. One month, total anarchy and starvation. First day that the trucks stop running, not many people are going to notice. The roads will be clear and people won't be complaining about not being able to see around the semis. But in reality, very few people will even notice what's about to unfold. It won't take long at all for shortages to start showing up in your local grocery stores. Now by day two, the first shelves are going to start to go empty. Supermarkets receive shipments of fresh foods of all kinds on a daily basis. Milk, eggs, meat, bread, fish, produce all arrive at their docks early in the morning. Grocery stores only stock about three days worth of food. So by day three, even without a run on the stores, the grocery stores are going to be running dry. At that point, the shortages will start to spread. As people begin to realize the seriousness of the situation, they start hitting hardware stores, sporting goods stores, the liquor store, basically anywhere that has anything that might help them survive. Within a week, the country will largely shut down as a large percentage of businesses will have closed. Even if it's only intended to be temporary, shortages will be widespread, even to the point where Amazon doesn't have any inventory to ship. By the time a month has passed, shortages of food will be driving people to starvation. While some local neighborhoods and communities will come together, in many cases, the people trying to organize these efforts will also not have food. So they may try to forcibly take food from people who do have it. Not only us preppers, but the farmers as well. Yeah. And he 
yeah, he's he's pretty right. You know, Truth Patriot says I don't have a bug out bag. I'm digging in. Period. You know, when I um when I put my bug out bags together, I had one for myself, my mom, my dog, is because we weren't in a place mm-hmm. that we were digging into. We were living um in a right. suburb right outside of Austin. Um, now we're in our location. Typically, I have a, a small bug out bag still ready, but that's like a day pack in case I have to go out and, and find supplies or, you know, do stuff like that when my family's at home, cause I'm not going to let them go out. Um, but you know, being prepared and nonetheless, even if it's a day trip bug out bag, mm-hmm. you know, don't leave him without the Bible if you can. <laughs> right. And I mean, uh, yeah, I'm in the same boat. If, if I'm bugging out, that means it's to the point where that means I will never return to my home. Yeah, that exactly. means it is mm-hmm. over and I, yeah. it, the house is done. Like that's, that's the extent of when I bug out. It is, I've exhausted all resources and ability to stay here or something's coming that's going to eliminate this house and I need to get. Yeah, exactly. You know, fortunately we're in an area right here that, you know, if they're going to go bombing places, we're way far away from the city. Um, and then yeah. we're also around a bunch of people that will come together to help one another. This isn't one. This isn't one of those places that people are going to start. Um, and there may be a couple of, of bad mm-hmm. seeds around here, but for the most part, people be like, look, I've only got one piece of bread. I'll give you half. You know what I'm saying? That's the right. kind of community we live in right now. It's a very religious community. Um, there's Bibles everywhere here, boy. You, you can't go anywhere without, you can probably find them in a convenience store. And like, you know, every hotel still has them around. Well, not that we have any hotels. Um, you know, um, I've even got one in the back of my vehicle, like in the little tool area, just just in case, you know, because mm-hmm. um, right. you, never, you never know. We have several large, uh, large, uh, large middle school, large high school and several very large elementary schools around us right where we're at. So there'll be first places I hit for food. If disaster mm-hmm. is disaster and it's over. It's yeah. all right. Well, I can walk here to get a Absolutely. whole lot of supplies real quick. So that's where I'm going right now. I'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> Well, in the schools, there if it's not during the summer, they have food. Yeah, exactly. Right. Well, and I'll be taking my community it. with me. Yeah. Like we'll all be going because there's, yeah, like right there and right there, mm-hmm. and we can reach it very quickly. We're so. heading to Flemingsburg. Everybody, follow me. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um. So what else we got? What time? What are we looking at for? We got about fifteen minutes left. About ten minutes for prayer time. So we got a couple of things that we'll go over, which is uh, interesting stuff. So, um. Media warns, and this is this is a great little mashup, it's like three minutes long. Media warns if Trump wins next election, the world will come to an end. Listen to this montage that I've got right here of liberals and rhinos basically sweating over Trump. <laughs> what would a second Donald Trump term look like? Well, he cannot be the next president. Um, it, it, because if he is, you can't imagine the things that he's going to do. Mexico, Canada, we can't go to Canada because eventually Canada will become annexed to America and shoot visitors to the white house. Yeah. That means he can shoot the first lady. We're going to see violence, the likes of which we didn't even see on January 6th. Make it illegal to run against him, to throw his opponents in jail, to shut down the media. He will make himself into the Fuhrer and he will make everybody raise their hand and salute him. Using martial law against the American people. Germinate the Constitution. Rewrite the Constitution. Create mass internment camps. Throw everyone into Gitmo. Might be sent to jail or their rights might be suppressed. 
especially minority groups in society. You might have any number of things happen to you and your family. Every one of us, our freedom, our liberty, none of us is safe. It's going to have people around him executing against an enemy's list. Assassinate generals. Ordering troops uh, to um, attack American citizens. Trump's very well-armed and extremist base will try to kill people. He's going to basically burn the house down. He will unravel the institutions of our democracy. Draw similarities between Mussolini and Hitler. Adolf Hitler and Benito Mussolini. Makes Donald Trump even more dangerous. He wants to take away your vote. Senate and the House are immediately going to be paralyzed. People will begin in their minds to censor themselves. They might say, well, maybe I shouldn't say this. This is the end of democracy. Yeah. I think that could be the end of our democracy. But democracy is dead if Trump is reelected. It goes up to Putin that democracy will be at risk. The absolute destruction of the Justice Department as we know it. The Justice Department could be entirely transformed. I am really concerned about that. Every person who was associated with the attempted coup elevated in the administration. He's reelected. He will curb transgender rights and the rule of law. Arrest political opponents. To <laughs> it just it almost sounds like you're talking about worried? this mm -hmm. administration yeah like literally almost everything that they said sounded like this administration is what they were referring to yeah well that is that is cloward and pivot is to project what you do onto your opponents yes. yeah absolutely absolutely That's crazy <laughs> oh, no. but man their fear their fear makes me happy it, yeah me too I'm, and maybe it shouldn't maybe that's unchristlike of me but then being afraid makes me smile. Well, them being afraid doesn't make you a bad Christian. As long as you're praying for them to be unafraid and find God, they right. need it. They need God so much. You know, I hear so many people that are like, oh, don't pray for them, man. They've got demons or whatever. And it's like, well, don't they need prayers yep. more? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You should be praying for them yes. more if they've got problems and need to find God. This is what's going to end up leading them That's to a them, tough one. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they are terrified of Trump. This is yep. insane listening to that little. And that was just part of that mashup. Unbelievable. And everything that they were saying sounds exactly what this administration is doing. They're mm -hmm. accusing him of going to do. And they right. don't even know. So somebody in here asked, you know, uh, what happened to slander laws? There is no slander laws with the smith Moot Act that um, Obama right. changed to where they can literally propagandize on mainstream media and it's not illegal. Yes. Well, why did they write an expiration clause into that in the first place? I don't know. You know? Why was it? Because that's what it, it wasn't that he changed it. It's that it expired and he didn't renew it. Yeah. So yeah. why did they, why did they have it expire? I anyway? see that, that's, that's a good point. It's like, Hey, you know, one day we may need propaganda. So let's just not leave this mm -hmm. open-ended and, and they'll have to, you know, reestablish it at some point. But, you know, but it's no different than Patriot Act. You know what I'm saying? They, right. And, and that was one big beef that I got with Trump is that Trump allowed the Patriot Act to be signed yeah. forward through again. Yeah. Um, and now we've got this whole FISA thing that they're going through where they're trying to make it legal to surveil Americans any way that they want to, which is like Patriot Act on steroids 2.0. Um, well, a few years ago, I think a lot of us were talking about one of these days they're just going to have controls on your car to where they can just shut it down or take control of your vehicle where they they were literally Remember pushing that? this through congress and it was supposed to be done by 2026 but fortunately some of our congressmen and senate have come through and some of the couple of honest ones and are trying to make this change so that that doesn't happen you know and uh 
That's why I'm going to stick with my old school, old fashioned combustion vehicle. If I could find myself an old Volkswagen bug or something that I could afford, but this thing's ridiculous expensive right now too. Something that yeah. you can just work on in your backyard. It's not going to get fried with an EMP. Yeah, I'll never own anything newer than a 2024 at this point. An analog And truck. I won't buy a t- <laughs> wouldn't buy a 21 or 22 right now because they sat for so long missing their chips that uh, a vehicle can't sit for six months and not not be turned on. Yeah, it's exactly. Not back, it's terrible for it. Make muscle cars great again. <laughs> I like that one. That's a good one. <laughs> That's perfect. Like any, yeah, anything. I wish anything right? that predates fuel injection. Anything. Yep. Get an, get an old carburetor vehicle. No EM. Yeah, yeah, I wish I, I could EMP. get a 1969 Camaro SS. Man, nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's those are nice. I'd be happy to get an old 60s or 70s motorcycle. Yeah, just to have something to cruise around on. Um, yeah, Chevelle would be great. Oh, oh I yeah. love Chevelle. GTO, one of my favorite. GTO. Yeah. So you you know who uh, Archbishop Vigiano Vigiano is or Vigiano? Yeah, he's one of the Vigano. outspoken people against the Pope and you know what's going on in this world. So he came out today in a video and laid some heavy truth bombs, calls out the media collaborator of Hillary Clinton and John Podesta who worked to cover up Pizzagate, says Epstein and Glaze Maxwell were running blackmail operations on behalf of Mossad, says that Western world leaders aren't talking about the massacres in Gaza because Israeli intelligence has blackmail on them says that COVID as a fake emergency by the WEF in the United Nation and Ukrainian crisis is a farce and more. Man, he sounds oh. conspiratorial. I know, man. <laughs> yes, he does. Yeah. I mean, as far as the religious people in the Catholic Church, he's one of the very few that I still say that I can, can, can trust because he right. has never wavered. He was calling all this stuff out from the beginning and then the Pope hates him. Oh, really I'm surprised he's him. still... I'm surprised he's still part of the mm-hmm. deity. Mm-hmm. It won't take long before he's gone. I was just going to say, I wonder how long that's mm-hmm. going to last, actually. It's, yeah. Before they suicide him? Yeah. Yeah, it'll be coming. A weird comment, too, that the Pope made today. He said, and I quote, my grave is already ready. Hmm. Maybe he's going somewhere. I wonder if he's about to check out. And yeah, then, And the, check. the black Pope comes check, in check. or whatever it is. Um, oh, yeah. Mm. So this is, I mean, I... This is probably the most, this is probably up there with some of the most horrific things that I've ever talked about on the show. So apologies ahead of time, but this is the reality that we need to fight right now. Um, God has very strict rules, especially um, against children. You know, tying millstones around their neck is the answer to that, you know, the solution to that problem. Um, Luke so listen, 17 too. Listen to this right here. Mm-hmm. Shane Dawson and Ryland Adams use... Use of surrogacy showcases the practice of grotesqueness. Ten other children were created only to be cast aside because they were not optimal. So, so these, these two gay guys decided to use a surrogate to create a kid. And I guess the first, uh, the first nine kids weren't good enough. They didn't fit so, their standards like, oh, nah, I, I don't really care for that shade of brown eyes. I wanted something a little darker, perhaps blue. And you know what? He doesn't have blonde hair. He's got brown. So let's just get rid of that one and work on another one. Ten kids were cast aside because they were well, not cast optimal. aside. Like basically these people had these kids made 
and then decided that they didn't like the ones that were produced and said, get rid of that one. So I'd imagine it probably went either to trafficking up for adoption or, or something. Right. But, but who is, who in the world is, are these people to decide like that kid's not good enough for us because I don't like the shade of his, and I'm being facetious. I don't know what their, their rationale was, what makes it not optimal. It doesn't matter. They're perfect creations. They're God's creations. So, so that's, just a, like so they're basically throwaway kids well we're gonna keep on working on this until it gets better and we find like i guess the 11th kid worked for him but like how disgusting is this and and i thought men could have babies am, am i wrong have i been deceived right. over these last couple of years yeah man what a mess that's really sick i know that that rates up there was some of the most grotesque things mm-hmm. that we've talked about on this show is that kids are disposable yes you know um, you know, for any Christian out there that is, you know, supporting abortion and thinks that, you know, God can make a mistake, you're not a very good Christian. You're a horrible Christian. You should probably keep your mouth shut because God created these perfect little babies the way that they were. He knew us before we were even in our mother's womb. He knows every hair on our head. You know, it's not for us to decide what kids are disposable or because you're an irresponsible person and can't at the very least at the very least, use contraception. At the very most, not have sex. Abstain, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and like I said, this is, well, what an inconvenience. And I keep hearing this. It's like, well, I want to be a successful person. You know what I'm saying? It's like mm-hmm. the most successful people, in my opinion, are mothers. To be a parent, right? Yeah. Be yeah. a good parent. Then, mm-hmm. you are, then you are a success. You know, Off Kilter says they used to teach abstinence, and they absolutely did. Matter of fact, uh, I don't when, think they when, do now, do they? When we took sex ed, they would no. teach abstinence, yeah. and then they would teach, um, you know, contraception. Um, today, Remember, kids, abstinence is the best policy. Yeah, well, today, mm-hmm. it's the exact opposite. Matter of fact, today, they're teaching you how to do these things by putting those like, and I'm going to say it, pornography. It's basically what these little books are. It's teaching kids how to do things like, man, things that make your mom blush, you know, even, you know, here and some of the stuff that's in these books. Um, And then the parents that go up and read from these books in front of the school committees end up getting kicked out of the school for reading pornographic material, the same stuff that they've got in the schools for these children to read. Yeah, it's insanity. Yeah, yeah. I think Punky said earlier something about Brave New World. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know the sad part is, is these idiots. Many of these teachers today, most of many of them probably read 1984, probably read a Brave New World, mm-hmm. probably read Animal Farm. You know what I'm saying? And now they're literally part of exactly what all of these authors were trying to point out. And I always go back to the two plus two is five thing. You know, I joke, I laughed back in 1984 where it says two plus two is five. I'm like, dude, we're really never going to get to a point where people believe that two point two plus two is five. But I've literally, I can't tell you how many (laughs) videos I've seen of teachers on Newsmax, on Fox News, on CNN that are like, well, no, the thing is, is sometimes two plus two doesn't equal four. Sometimes it equals five. Sometimes it could even equal six. And it's like. Like no, you guys are no, literally the exact people that um, Huxley and some of these other people were trying to warn us about. Right. It's insane. You yeah, know, that's just that's why homeschooling is right. the best option. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. And then we got this one right here. This is seriously. I'm like, what? Seriously? Boston Mayor Michelle Wu 
to hold a no white Christmas party for cities elected of colors. Wu is finally facing some backlash on this, but like imagine this was reversed. So today, um, you guys remember a couple weeks ago, I talked about uh, a school in Las Vegas where um, a kid was like beat up by a bunch of people and ended up dying mm-hmm. like at the school. Yes. Um, yeah. Like 15 kids. Yeah. Happened again today. And it oddly enough oh, happened no. at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas high school or whatever that school is down in Florida, the same place that that cruise kid shot everybody up the MK ultra oh, product. Really? What's going on down there? Um, a, a white kid was being chased around by some other people. And, uh, the same people that never get this, this reason never gets on the news because it doesn't quote fit their narrative because apparently only white people can be racist was chased down by 15 kids, um, DDT and dropped headfirst yeah. onto the concrete. And last I heard the kids dead. So this is the second That's time terrible. in two weeks this has happened. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any, no, any news whatsoever. If, but you remember the, the penny guy up in uh New York that, Choked out that black guy because he was trying to hurt people on the train. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that was like news all over the place. Like yeah. white guy kills black guy. It's all you heard about. But you don't hear about the 15 people of color that dropped, that literally slammed a white kid mm-hmm. head first up to the concrete and killed him. Killed him. It's just sickening. It's Doesn't fit their narrative. Uh-uh. And it's disgusting. It makes me want to not go to Twitter in the <sighs> next few days because I'm sure it'll be all over there. No, it's going to be all over it all over it and once again i'm just going to end with this before we go to prayer tis the season uk could be brought to a halt at any moment by cyber attack reports warning said the fear tactics aren't just happening here in our country they're happening over in great britain and new zealand and australia and all the other places around the world too so (laughs) just not that's what they use that's one of their biggest tools exactly that being said we need to pray for this world so (laughs) yes so everybody please bow your heads Heavenly Father, thank you for another day. Some days are just so much rougher than others because we watch all the chaos. And I'm just grateful that we all had this wonderful relationship with you because it's the only thing that is keeping us calm. It is the only thing that's keeping the rocks in my pocket and the sword in the sheath, dear Lord. Because there's some days that I just want to go out and and just make a physical change in this world. But that is not what you ask us to do. You ask us to pray for our enemies, which we will do, which I do. Dear Lord, I ask that you get into our hearts and let us be sincere about praying for our enemies because one of the hardest things that we have to do as a as a good follower of christ is to pray for our enemies and sincerely mean it especially when we see all the tyranny and the evil and the corruption and and everything that they're doing around this world the lord people are so brainwashed and indoctrinated we really need to find this world and bring them back to you father we it took some of us a long time ourselves, dear Lord, but we are at this point, and I believe that if you can change a heart like mine and a mind like mine from the chaos and the rabble-rousing that I did when I was younger to bring me to the point where we are today, you could do that for even the Pelosi's, even Hillary. You did it for Nebuchadnezzar. You did it for Paul. Dear Lord, please just answer the prayers for those enemies and let them change their heart. Let them not only change their heart to find that relationship with you, but to join our side to become some of the greater warriors, dear Lord, people that know how the evil operates, which is very important during this time, making us aware. Father, I ask that you bring us the wisdom that we need during these times and the discernment, 
the calmness, dear Lord. If we have days of fear, please take that fear and remove it. Take our anxiety and the stress away, dear Lord. Always allow us to be focused first and foremost on heaven. But dear Lord, you asked us to do on earth as in heaven. We have a lot of job to do right here. We know, Father, you're going to call us home at some point. We don't know when that is. Christ doesn't even know what it is. The angels don't know when that is. Only you know, Heavenly Father. So dear Lord, Please let us be calm, let us be focused, and let us do what we can to make a wonderful and a great and a Christian change right here to this world while we are here. Let us never take our eyes off the kingdom, but dear Lord, never let us remove a foot from this earth as we have a lot of children to protect, a lot of elders to protect. Dear Lord, we have a big job ahead of us. We may end up in one of the craziest spiritual battles we've ever seen, but I know that you have prepared us through our lives, dear Lord, and I ask and I thank you for letting us be part of this time that we're in right now. So dear Lord, don't let us let this time that we have here on this earth be in vain. Let us use every single moment that we have here to make some great change, to change lives, to lead people to that narrow paths, to that relationship with you, which we have been so fortunate enough to have, dear Lord. And it's because of you. You brought us to this place. You gave us the skills that we needed. You gave us the love in our hearts. You gave us the wisdom that we needed to circumnavigate this world right now, dear Lord. So I ask that you give us the discernment, the strength, and the courage that we need to make this change, to protect the innocent, dear Lord, to let them know who you are from the moment that they are born so they don't have to spend time searching for you like some of us have to do today. Dear Lord, our schools are are ruining the minds of our children. There's people that are confused that think that, abortion is something that's God sent and that you make mistakes. And dear Lord, we know you don't make mistakes. Dear Lord, you do bring trials, you bring tribulations and sometimes hardships into our lives. And it's not because you're mad at us. It's not because you're punishing us, because you're making us stronger. You're giving us stronger faith. You're allowing us to walk this world, dear Lord, and to truly change the hearts of people through the actions that we do, the fruits that we bear and not the words that we speak. So, dear Lord, continue to give us everything that we possibly need in this world. Let us walk through this world and change each other with love, not through hate, dear Lord. Let us even love the enemies, like I said, which is one of the hardest things we can ever do, dear Lord. But with you, we can accomplish this. Dear Lord, let us watch out for one another. And as one of us stumbles in that narrow path, let us be another one of us right behind to lift them back up as they will do the same thing for us, dear Lord, in our time of need. But it's all because of you. It's because you send everything into our lives that we need, dear Lord, and you allow us to see through the fog and to see that light at the end of the tunnel, dear Lord. So allow us to work on this earth. If you give us another day tomorrow, dear Lord, let us shine that light so another can see it, dear Lord, your heavenly light so that they may have what we have right now and they can join our army to make the change in this world. But Father, lastly, I want to say thank you. Thank you for everything big, everything small. Don't let us take anything more for granted, dear Lord. Let us never let a day go by to where we don't repent for the faults that we've done on this earth, dear Lord, trying to be better people each day. But dear Lord, let us never miss a day to just thank you for every great thing that you've given us. Even things that we take for granted, like breathing, talking to our loved ones, petting our dogs, just being able to go outside and feel the love that you have bestowed upon this earth. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. In Jesus Christ's name and our Heavenly Father's name we pray. Amen. 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 I'll tell you, man, times are rough, but they're not so rough. Like I said, when you've got God in your heart, like I said, I can't imagine what a mess I would be right now if 
if it wasn't for God, because mm-hmm. we can always reach out on those days, you know, that we stress or we have like nights filled of just crazy dreams, you know, because God's going to give us more and more visions as we walk through these times. We're not prophets, but we do have the ability to prophesy and to share those prophets, the, those visions that we have with others, because it may make sense to them that it doesn't make sense to us. But God is speaking to us every day, every night. He's giving us the hints. He's giving us a direction we need. The Lord is the great, the great compass. You know, mm-hmm. we, we always are going to end up where we're going to be. We're always going to have what we need. We just need to keep on holding that line. But um, living, I want to thank you much for joining mm-hmm. us this evening. Uh, John, great show, man. I know you were tired today because of the opioids they were dropping from the chemtrails. <laughs> right. Something. I, I laugh about that, but we were all so tired today. It makes as much sense as any craziness on this earth. Yeah, um, I know. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you tomorrow. Just another quick reminder, everyone. Uh, we will not be having a show tomorrow. And that's why we did MSM Liars Thursday and Wednesday tonight. Because we are going to be helping someone out tomorrow. Get a little bit of heat in their house. So, guys, um, just give us a little prayer that uh, John and I can find everything that we need. Uh, that it's not too terribly expensive to help this woman out. Because I'll spend as much as we have to to make sure that she stays warm for the winter time. But I also want to thank the Lord Almighty for giving us an opportunity to be able to help someone in need. And I want to thank uh, Nikki Knight for uh, um, connecting with this woman and making it to the point where two people that live right down the road in this state um, can be able to help somebody that's in need. Because you know what? One day we may be in need too. And I have no question in my mind that you guys would be here for us in a heartbeat. So one thing that we can do is to be here for one another. Um, we spend so much time being selfish, you know, we're trying to break that mold and become selfless. And it's these little tiny things that God puts into our lives to be able to help other people that allows us to break that shell and to become the selfless people, the God loving people, the helpful people that God wants us to be. So love you, brother. I will see you tomorrow at some point, probably about uh, midday. And uh, we'll get on that and we'll help this lady out. And thank you for taking care of the household. (laughs) I'll make sure it's still here. It sounds good, man. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Thank you all for being here tonight. Love you all. Love you, man. And all of you out here in the chat, all of you that are going to be listening to this show later, we love you very much. We are so thankful for everything that you do, everything that you bring to the show, the conversations that you bring. This is literally just our own little church, a way to come together to talk about God, to talk about what's happening in this world, and to strengthen one another. And I am very thankful that you guys have allowed us to be part of your family. We love you with all of our hearts. We are so thankful. We will see you on Friday evening for Kilted Christian episode 505. It'll either be Dustin Nemos if he's feeling up to it, but if not, we're going to be chasing squirrels with Douglas. And I know you guys love that. A little bit of laugh, a little bit of scripture, a little bit of news. Guys, I love you very, very much. We'll see you on Friday evening. And I leave you with this. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light What so proudly we held at the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly streaming And the rocket's red 
Thanks, Livin and John again. Always an amazing to have you both on. Everyone out here, I love you very, very much. And we are so fortunate enough to know how this ends. God wins. So fear not, stress not, let go of your anxiety, hold that line, pray, pray, pray. God has given us everything that we need to get through these times, but we have work to do. And that is introducing people to the only one that's going to give them salvation and safe. And that is our Lord Almighty in Christ. Guys, I love you very, very much. Have a beautiful evening. We will see you Friday evening for Kilted Christian episode 505. In the meantime, we love you and God bless.